The Midwest Literary Walk is back. This annual event that is held in Chelsea, Michigan, highlights prestigious authors and celebrates the power of literature and poetry. Now, like most other aspects of our everyday life, the Literary Walk has been forced to adapt because of COVID-19. So this year, the show will go on, but the Midwest Literary Walk will be now hosted virtually. Tomorrow, on Saturday, April 24th, the Lit Walk will host three esteemed authors for a series of talks and a Q&A session. One of those acclaimed authors is today's guest, Ross Gay. Ross is a 2015 National Book Award finalist and author of three books of poetry, Against Which, Bringing the Shovel Down, and Catalog of an Unabashed Gratitude. He is the winner of uh, the 2015 National Book Critics Circle Award and the 2016 Kingsley Tufts Poetry Award. His most recent work, The Book of Delights, was named one of the best books of 2019 by the Washington Independent Review of Books. Ross Gay, welcome to Detroit Today. Thank you. It's good to be with you. Yes, it's great to have you here. So uh, the Book of Delights, let's talk about that. It's a collection of essays that documents one year of your life. I'm really curious about that approach, how you came up with it, and how you decided uh, this was how you wanted to tell this story. Yeah, you know, I was um, actually the way that the book came to be was that I was I was at a, you know, kind of an artist retreat uh, residency in Italy, actually. And I was walking home one day and Actually, I was just, you know, walking to, you know, next to a field of sunflowers and, you know, linden trees and wild fennel and all that kind of stuff. And I thought, oh, this is delightful. <laughs> and then I thought, yeah, I should write a little essay about it. And then I thought immediately, what would be really interesting is if I wrote an essay every day for a year about something that delighted me. So that's kind of the way that the the book came into came into my head. So delight. That's a a word uh, that I I think you know when I hear that word, it almost always brings a smile to my face. I mean, it's it's one of those words whose sound I think communicates uh, some of the emotion that's associated with it. But in the book, you're kind of stretching the conventional notion of delight, uh, which I. Th- would imagine you would have had to have to have done to to write a an essay every day uh, about something that delighted you. So so I want to have you define that word for us, delight, and talk about how you're using it uh, in this book. It's so funny you asked that, you know, and I've I've been asked that before, and I and even as you were saying that, I was thinking I don't know what the hell I think this word, <laughs> you know. Um, I like the way you said it. As you said it, I also was like, oh, the word kind of sounds like what it means, and um, it's almost like you know, like a light bulb going on or something, because there is something about curiosity or something, you know, it's connected to wonder, delight. Often, I think in my experience of it, it sort of reminds me of something that maybe I forgot or it alerts me to something that I didn't know. Um, but I also, I think in the book, I 
I do this kind of pretend etymology at some point where, because I never looked the word up until the last day, actually, <laughs> of writing the book. And there was a friend who sent me, I'm kind of like a like an etymology person. And a friend sent me the, the not just the definition, but like kind of the, the history of the word, the, the roots and all that, which I promptly forgot. But, um, <laughs> but I, I did the false etymology and I said that the light means both of light and without light. And, mm. and the joy means both. Um, but, but I kind of am, you know, if you read through the book, the book is, it's, um, it's over the course of a year, you know, it's a year in a person's life and um, there's a lot going on. So, so anyway, you're right. You're exactly right. Over the course of the year, I, I had to sort of figure out, you know, broaden out what maybe was, uh, what I was able to sort of think about in relationship to delight. Yeah. I mean, in, in some ways, I feel like the stories you're telling in these essays uh, are about notice, right? Yeah. They're about witness uh, and purposeful witness. Yeah. Uh, some of them are things that we might just kind of walk by uh, in, in our lives on, a, on a, an average day and not really take note of. And, and here, you're kind of, I guess, slowing that process and stopping and, and pointing out things that, uh, that are notable uh, yeah. and, and worth delighting in uh, that, that maybe you might have just uh, walked on by in another context. That's exactly right. I like that word, notice, like the in a certain kind of way, the practice is to expand, maybe, haven't thought of this until you said it like that, but to expand this sort of, um, expand the field of what feels um, worth noting, mm -hmm. you know, and worth noting because it it is perhaps something that I love or I might love or something that, you know, does something to my heart in a way that I want something done to my heart. You know, um, and that, you know, yeah, like the word noticing, like I know that that's a, like I'm aware kind of consciously, but I hadn't I hadn't said it like that. And, mm -hmm. and that is really what it is. It's about noticing what it is that, um, you know, that whatever fills your heart with glee, flummoxes you with with something, you know, like mm -hmm. glee. Um, but that you may that I may not have had occasion it might not even be occasion that I may not have remembered to notice, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then the question is sort of like, what happens, what happens when you, when you do that? Right. Right. Uh, it, it must have altered your entire sense of the world around you, uh, to, to, to be doing this, uh, and, and to be doing it for as, as long as you did it. I, I also think it's really interesting that you started this in 2016. Um, and, you know, it's being published now, but it's being published after the pandemic year, the first pandemic year. And we, we hope uh, not the first of many, but certainly uh, it's not over yet. But um, I, I, I feel like all of us in the last year have changed the way we notice things in our world. And, and we also have had to change the way that we define words like joy or delight uh, or fun. So, so there's almost a, an ironic um, uh, timing, I guess, behind the publishing of the book, even though the work happened much earlier. 
Well, the poem itself, the, the book was published in 2019. Yeah, right. It was That's published right. in February 2019. So, but what's really interesting, what you know, is that, you know, it was published in February, February 2019. But I think, you know, um, people have a different, there's a kind of different relationship to the book because it, you know, because exactly what you're saying, like we have had to sort of, um, we have had to sort of reconsider what it means to, you know, be um, words like delight or words like joy or words like sorrow. Like we've had to reconsider what those things mean. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, after, after, you know, this, you know, I've heard, I've heard plenty of people sort of talk about this book in relationship to the last year, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, I'm talking with Ross Gay. Uh, he's an author and a poet. He is one of the three authors who will be featured at this year's Chelsea Midwest Literary Walk, which is going ahead this weekend. Despite the pandemic, uh, it will be virtual instead of in person, like so many things in our lives having to adapt to COVID-19, but it is going ahead uh, nonetheless. Uh, Ross is a 2015 National Book Award finalist and author of three books of poetry. We're talking right now about his most recent book, uh, The Book of Delights, which was named one of the best books of 2019 by the Washington Independent Review of Books. Uh, if you want to join the conversation, give us a call and tell us how the pandemic has changed the way you see your daily life? Have smaller things become more noticeable or more important to you? Uh, and is there a part of your day that you have a newfound appreciation for because the world, to be honest, moves a little slower around us right now and certainly looks and feels a lot different than it did uh, a year ago when, when all of this started. Uh, as always, the number here on the phones is 313-577-1019. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page and put comments there, or you can go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today, and uh, we'll try to work you into the conversation. Uh, Ross, I want to talk about the, the, that word delight in the context uh, of being an African-American. I mean, I, I, I think it's a word that we don't uh, necessarily always associate with black life. Uh, the, I, I think there are many reasons to, um, to have other emotions about the world around us uh, if, if you're African-American. Um, but there's, there's something about your use of this word that, that for me, leans into the idea that, that that word can mean more uh, to us as African-Americans and should mean more uh, than it does. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the, the, um, um, the you know, the, any, any sort of limitation on what, you know, our emotional lives might be is, you know, that's the first thing, like, I'm not, I'm not gonna um, agree with, you know, um, delight is, is, an, is, you know, I feel delight, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I feel joy. Um, I feel gratitude. I feel, you know, and um, I think, but I think, I mean, I, I get, I get the question. And I think part of the, um, 
maybe maybe this feels like an interesting thing, like that part of what I was learning over the course of the book is that the the um, the practice of the book that I was sort of learning that I was doing was um, articulate, noticing, articulating, and sharing. Noticing, articulating, and sharing. And um, that that feels like a uh, that feels like survival. Yeah, yeah. Sharing I mean, feels like survival. In one of the essays, you write. In fact, you say, "I'm trying to remember the last day." I haven't been reminded of the inconceivable violence that black people have endured in this country. Now, uh, you could have written that sentence this week, uh, for sure. Uh, you, you really could uh, write it many, many weeks uh, in this country. But, but again, in the context of delight, there's always this sense of the things that um, that go on around us, the things that remind us of um the inequality that that we suffer through on a daily basis yeah like you know every day you could be reminded of that and the the objective i think part of what this study is about that every day as well i can be reminded of how i am cared for and how i am sustained and who has come before me to make my life possible hmm. Um, and and the ways that I am um, that I am beheld, even though I don't know I'm beheld, you know, um, people who are caring about me, you know, years and years ago um, didn't even know me care care about me. Um, so I feel like that's part of the that's part of part of this book's I think inquiry is also about attending as deeply as possible to that as well, and also probably. In attending to it, you know, and there's another word for that, gratitude. And when I say gratitude, you know, I'm talking about a very grave emotion. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm talking about an emotion that understands, um, understands brutality, understands sorrow, um, and um, you know, I th so I think gratitude is very much related to this, to this practice of also attending to. Um, and, and, you know, honoring or, you know, noticing, honoring, attending to loving who has loved you, you know, who has made you possible, yeah. me possible. Yeah. I mean, you know, in the last year, things have seemed so dark at times that I think it's been even more important, but also harder to you know, affirm ourselves and our daily lives and, and to, to make sure that, um, that we're noticing the good things, to make sure that we're grateful for the things uh, that we have and for the people around us um, and that, that we are taking delight and, and joy uh, even in the context of, you know, tremendous suffering and, and loss. Right, right, and and practicing and studying how um, how to care for one another. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm talking with Ross Gay, uh, author and poet, uh, who's one of the three authors who'll be at the Midwest Literary Walk this weekend in Chelsea. It's going to be virtual this year because of COVID nineteen, but it is going ahead. 
Uh, nonetheless, uh, if you want to join the conversation, we are talking about delight. We are talking about his book, The Book of Delights, uh, and how it points out the things that are around us all the time, every day, that we could take joy in, that we could take delight in. Uh, if you want to join the conversation, give us a call and tell us what things you're taking delight in right now. What kinds of things are you noticing uh, or taking joy from that look, might look different than they did a year ago before the pandemic changed all of our lives in such a dramatic way? What are the things uh, that you have kind of established as touchstones each day or each week that you want to draw joy out of or delight out of just to survive, just to keep going, just to make sure uh, that you don't lose your mind in the middle of all of this. Uh, also talk about some of the smaller things that may have become more important to you in the last year. And is there a part of your day that uh, marks this kind of newfound appreciation? As always, again, the three, the number here on the phones is 313-577-1019. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page, put comments there, or go to Twitter, and hashtag uh, us, and uh, we'll try to work you into the conversation uh, that way. Uh, Ross, I want to have you talk about some of the essays in the book that are your favorites. Um, I mean, it's a it's a lot to try to write an essay a day, um, but I, I'm hoping that some of them still really stand out uh, for you, uh, even even all these years later. Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, <laughs> and I just, I just want to note too that I'm sitting in this little, my little, I have this little, you know, little office downtown, and this uh -huh. this cardinal was just like sitting on a bush right outside the window, looking in. Um, so <laughs> there you go. That's your yeah. that's your essay for today. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Um, you know, I have a bunch that I. It, it's a it's a fun thing to write a book. You know, there's 102 essays in this book, and you know, I'll also say like the process of writing the book is kind of interesting because I I gave myself these three rules, and the rules were to write it every day, write write an essay every day, to write by hand, and to write them quickly. So mm -hmm. I drafted these essays in 30 minutes, and um, you know, and all those things have. Um, have, you know, I kind of reason sort of why. Yeah, I, I was going to say, why why by hand? You know, part of by hand, it was, you know, I wanted to have the slower, um, the slightly slower physical experience, you know, like I wanted to, I, I have an essay in there actually called Writing by Hand. Um, and what I wanted to do was, um, you know, I, I think when you write by hand, you actually realize that your body is one of your instruments of thinking, you know, you think with your body. And so I wanted to sort of honor that and wanted to sort of actually, you know, rely on that, rely on my body as a, as a part of my brain, you know. Um, you know, the other thing is that, you know, I, I actually love, um, I love the exercise of writing by hand. I love the, I love the document, the artifact of, of a handwritten thing, which is why I still write letters to friends hmm. and, um, and why I encourage my students to, you know, usually during a class, it'll always, there'll always be an assignment that you just write each other a letter, you know, <laughs> this is called a stamp. <laughs> this is where you put it. Um, but um, I was, so the court, you know, so I didn't, you know, I didn't write them every single day. I 
wrote them pretty close, you know, but I didn't write them every single day. And I ended up with 102, there's 102 essays. Mm-hmm. One of the things about having a book for me with this many essays is that you can kind of, you forget about some, you know, you end up getting into a groove of sharing certain ones. And so there's, there's quite a few in here that I'll read periodically and I'll think, oh, I haven't, I actually haven't read this in about, you know, six months, <laughs> which is kind of great. It, right? I forgot it. I forgot <laughs> it. Yeah. But I have, I have several, you know, I have a couple actually in, um, it show up in Detroit actually. Um, and, um, one that's, um, about loitering it's called, <laughs> um, one called pulling carrots. That's aptly titled. It's about pulling carrots. Um, I've, uh, one about the time my, <laughs> my mother accidentally, I say accidentally, but I don't know if it's a, she accidentally <laughs> made me watch The Exorcist. <laughs> oh my goodness. I know, I know. She, she'll never live it down. She will never live it down. Um, you know, I've one about taking these two tomato seedlings onto an airplane and how the world sort of opened up to me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, uh, one that I love to read and it's called, um, unambiguously, no, what's it called? Unambiguously pleasant public physical interactions with strangers. It's called the high five from strangers, but sort of it's the celebration of like, you know, it starts off basically this kid sees me at a coffee shop and somehow, you know, she's sort of holding her hand up next to me and she thinks, she thinks I'm doing homework for some reason. <laughs> so she wants to give me a high five. And the essay sort of starts there about, for me, for me, the pleasures of unambiguously pleasant public physical interactions with strangers, the high five, you know, et cetera. Um, you know, so those those are a handful, you know, yeah. but then I'll go through and I'll read and I'll be like, oh, right. I have that one about how my dad loved the movie Ghost, which is a movie I really don't love. How fun, you know, I love that essay, <laughs> you know, I love the essay about, you know, you know, my, my teacher and X, Y, and Z it goes on and on. So, so I, I, I want to ask you before I let you go about um, writing quickly and, and the yeah. idea of that first draft, the first thought, that first reaction, getting mm-hmm. it down. I assume that's part of what, what you're, what you're thinking of there, you know, in the writing process, I think uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of emphasis on not indulging that instinct or going back later and yeah. you know erasing that instinct and then and reconstructing but but talk about the value of that that approach to um to telling a story yeah it's such a great question i'm so glad you brought it up because part of the and it kind of links back to the to your first point about delight having a kind of sound to it. And to me, it's kind of like a sound, almost a sound of curiosity or the sound of the sound of like, you know, wonder or something. And writing quickly, um, writing quickly and by and by hand for me, but writing, writing quickly, what it did to me is that, you know, it immediately sort of made me abandon my pursuit of excellence. It made me abandon my pursuit of mastery, you know? So, you know, I'm a writer. I've written, I've written, you know, several books at this point. Like I have an idea about how to write well and an idea about how to write well can definitely be, or an idea about maybe I'll just say write well, but I think it probably applies to other things can be an impediment to writing beautifully. Hmm. And so to give myself the, you know, by giving myself the little 30 minute time limit and then 
also learning eventually that the essays could be interesting if I experienced something that delighted me. And then I wasn't going to explain why it delighted me, but I was going to wonder about why it was going to delight me, why it delighted me for 30 minutes. It made me have these sort of modes of thinking that were a little bit wild, were a little bit um, out of control. It felt the whole time I felt um, I was not able to be masterful. And as a consequence, I was able to discover things that had I been being masterful, I would not have discovered because I already would have known them, you know? Yeah. So it kind of comes back to the sound you heard in the word delight, um, the sound of curiosity or the sound of discovering something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ross Gay, it was really great to have you here with us uh, for this conversation. And uh, if you want to check Ross out, uh, you can go to the Midwest Literary Walk, which is going to be virtual this year. He is uh, speaking at 2.30 p.m. Uh, and all you have to do is register at midwestliteraryWalk.org. Of course, WDET is a partner with the Midwest Literary Walk, and so we're really excited uh, for Ross and the other authors. Uh, Ross, thanks so much for joining oh, us nice here to today. Yeah. yeah, thanks for talking. I'm, I'm glad to meet you. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk with another author who is appearing at the Midwest Literary Walk. Azar Nafisi is going to join us next to talk about uh, his critically acclaimed Reading Lolita in Tehran, a memoir in books. Stay with us for more Detroit Today. <laughs> 